Racing in Formula One is a dream for many, but only a few know the actual road to racing in F1, and even fewer race towards making their dream of racing in F1 come true. Well, Gorov Kocha is one of those very few people. He is a Formula Four racing driver and is currently racing with Team Momentum Motorsports. He has won the Go Karting Championship in Singapore, and he has won the Dubai Endurance Race with his team as well. So we have tried to break down his journey with cars, with racing, on this episode of Shift with Motor Drift. Welcome, Gorov. Glad to have you on the podcast. Hi, Rishav. I'm, it's 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 a lot of pleasure for me to be here as well. I'm very excited about this conversation that we're gonna have. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, it's nice to have an enthusiast talk about it as well. So yeah, let's let's have some fun. Yeah, yeah. let's go. Now, um. How did you get into cars? Like, at what age, you know? Like, did you did the interest start to develop? So, so I so when I was really young, I so from when I was two, I've always been into cars. All my toys, everything have been cars. And so when I was two years old, I started saving like my. So we used to get like these coins and pocket money, right? Yeah. So I used to, I used to, and there used to be uh, hund, uh, in Hindi it's called hundi, where you or a wallet or a purse where you keep all your money, you collect money and you keep in it mm-hmm. when you're a kid. So that's so what I used to tell my parents from when I was two years old is that once once I become big, I'm gonna save so much money that once I turn twenty, I'm gonna buy a supercar with it. So that's how my whole journey started. I've been loving, I've been into cars from when I was two years old. And then I started go karting. Uh, there was a small track in Uti. It was just a circle, but I I used to go there very often. And then I used to like just drive that circle. I used to love it. And my parents saw that I used to like it a lot. And they were like, "Yeah, he's very uh, he he keeps going and he's nice at it." But then there wasn't much opportunity in Kunur. So there was a track in Coimbatore. In uh, Coimbatore, there used to be a go karting track. And it's closed now, but I used to I went there twice. And over there, when I went, uh, I uh, I was training. I mean, I was I just went for fun. And over there, a person saw me, and he was like, he he races well. So he was like, why not why not put him in training? This was when I was eight 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 years old. And then I went for training, and then I I did I did a few races. I won one race as well at that time. But then what happened was. Um, I couldn't travel every day, and there wasn't much opportunity because I had to travel from Kunur and then my mm. academic. So my parents didn't let me do that a lot. So then I, uh, but then I was doing it. I was training. I was getting better at it, better at it. But after a point, the nine, tenth, eleven, twelfth had come, and then I took a break. And then eighth standard. After eighth, I took a break, and then um, I took a break from racing uh, for five years. I didn't do anything related to racing. I regretted. That's my biggest regret about my life. Because if I would have continued, I would have reached a lot higher right now, or I would have been in Europe as well, racing, which is the dream. So because I took that break, it was a huge uh, step back in my career in racing. Uh, but I learned a lot from that stint as well. I joined cricket. I was. I became. I played cricket for three years. I. I was state level cricketer as well in the middle, and then. Uh, and then once I moved to Bangalore. I didn't tell my parents that I have this training session in go karting, and I'm going for it. But I, uh, I didn't tell my parents about it because they were like, again, they'll be like, no, don't go. Why do you want to start it again all over? So I just went, and over there they liked me a lot. I did very well. Uh, my it was my first stint, and they had a race at the end of the training. I won that, and they liked me so much that ten days later they were going to Dubai for a race, and they took me along with them. 
so so that's when so that's when i went back home and i told my parents that okay this happened this is happening and now this team is going to uh, this team is going to take me to dubai for a, for a race so then my parents were like okay now what can we do so now you go you already done all this and then you go so then that's when my racing journey restarted and i'm really glad about my parents supporting me as well because not a lot of indian parents or generally mm. parents firstly it's very dangerous the sport yeah so i'm very glad that my parents actually allowed me to pursue the sport it's firstly it's a very it's a big emotional burden for them and secondly it's very financially it's very expensive as well this sport so you have to have the financial support from your parents at least in the beginning and at least even even now at times i do ask my parents for financial support for the sport so it is pretty tough the sport it is very emotionally draining and financially draining so uh if you want to get into the sport i would suggest that you are prepared for all of this that that needs to come i will share a lot of more experiences as well that um as we go along this podcast but yes you ha- so i'm very glad of that and i'm very happy that my parents actually supported me and they they still are supporting me and mm. um they are, and my my mom every day she prays for me before like every day she prays for my safety so it's a big thing for them it, she's still scared but then she doesn't show it out and when i'm on track i'm the happiest so she knows that so yeah so mm-hmm. that's about it and and yeah right now so last year i jumped to formula 4 and it's called formula lgb uh, formula 1300s in india so i raced i started racing in that i took half a season only because i wanted to get used i've never raced in these cars before so this was the first time i raced and i just took half the season to get used to the car and see how the car works and how how the gear shift brakes everything is different from a go kart so i i was getting used to it and i wanted to see how the competition is how the overtakes are done because it's very different from training training you don't have the racing scenario so this year i did that and hopefully this year now i have a better hang of it last year i had the second best timing even though i was a rookie i didn't do mm. a lot uh i had the second best timing me amir said he uh, he's my schoolmate and he was the champion last year he clean sweeped all the 14 trophies all the 14 trophies was won by him he came first in every single race the races that he started eighth as well he finished first and he he's 16 uh, and he's been racing since he was eight again and he's 16 so he he's been doing this and uh, he clean swept and hamas said and i were the only people who broke the 1 minute 17 barriers in our category so i was really proud of that so hopefully this year then i can like amir uh, clean sweep the uh, the trophy slate this year so that's yeah. what i'm hoping for this year and hopefully i get more sponsors as well uh, and hopefully this podcast also helps me to put my name out there and get to know a lot of people so i'm really looking forward to that as well yeah. thank you rishab yeah yeah, yeah i mean so, yeah. you know yeah that five year break you know like i think that in the world of motorsports that is a lot because i have yeah, literally seen i had a i think a super truck series racer on my podcast and he was like when he was 3 his dad had already enrolled him in a training school and he has been oh. racing since he was 3 years old and i was like dude and you know like when yeah. i compare myself to him like dude what i was doing at 3 years old i was like damn yeah exactly so you know charles leclerc right he started when he was 4 years old he started go karting when he was 4 and in his first cup he won when he was 6 mm-hmm. so that's when he started he raced when he was 6 so mm-hmm. you need your parents support as well that's the biggest thing when you start if you 
for racing i feel like you need your parents support because that's where it begins exactly and once i even saw a reel you know like this of uh, the cost that are involved in from a person yeah. to actually become an effort driver and i was like to yeah. you know like a person can me who is you know like coming from a middle class dude we can you know like yeah. never afford to yeah. go to f1 probably mm, never yeah for me yeah there sorry. are a few yeah, exceptions so yeah a few exceptions and you need that talent and you need that backing as well so i still mm. feel like if i would have raced a lot if i wouldn't have taken those five year break then i would have it would have been a lot easier for me to get sponsors and to reach europe and race but mm. now i know like it's still a dream that mm. would i might still come true i mean there i mean i don't want to stop dreaming but i know that it's a far fetched dream so i want to work towards making myself into indycar or maybe formula lamborghini or maybe the racing series in asia or le mans so that's so i'm working towards that as well so if if not formula 1 i still want to be in the racing scene and i want mm. to make my name in racing so yeah. i still want to do that yeah. yeah if it hadn't been for those 5 years of break i think you might be in formula 3 you might have been in formula 3 or formula 2 yeah true yeah formula 3 at least or formula 4 in europe at least so either mm. that one of those yeah yeah and yeah, like uh, how did you get into racing in particular like uh, did you used to watch f1 when you were younger and like how yes so my uncle he's a huge f1 fan he's a huge ferrari fan mm. and i i i used to sit there so this is my actually not uncle he's my brother my, mm. uh, so he used to he's my brother in law actually he's i'm related in both the sides to him he's my <laughs> brother and brother in law so he used to come home every summer and uh, he used to come and watch f1 whenever uh, he was here so that's how i got into the sport and he knew that my love for cars was always there and whenever i used to go visit him also he used to have these posters and he used to talk about f1 and cars and how f1 is very uh, is not a pro- prominent sport in our country and how every but how it is in europe and how it's so intense and he used to explain the sport to me about how beautiful it is what happens inside and everything so and he went for the he went for all the three races that happened in india no two two races that happened in india so he went for both of them and he i i was i was influenced by him to be honest and then i started uh, from there and i loved i i watched so i've been watching f1 since i was 7 7 yeah 7 and then i got into the sport and now i'm here now it's been now it's like a way of life for me mm. i can't wait to watch the qualifying today as well it's going to yeah. be exciting Yeah. yeah and i think that uh, the indian grand prix you know like that yeah. just took the f1 fans from india to the next level because before yeah. that you know their influence yeah. wasn't on that level yeah but i also think that the indian gp didn't do that much as the show drive to survive did like mm-hmm. a lot more people started watching f1 after drive mm-hmm. to survive in mm-hmm. the indian gp i feel like it, the main reason they didn't become a success was because they couldn't uh, fill the stands firstly and secondly the government put a lot of uh, taxes on on yeah, bringing the sport to india so yeah. the customs are very high on each each part of the car mm. so then that's why they couldn't afford it and they were like okay we can't do this but hopefully they still we, we still might see f1 back in india maybe in the next 3 4 years mm. so yeah hopefully fingers crossed if it happens mm. Mm. and yeah. the... i'm looking forward to race in good yeah. this year i'm going to race in good this year So oh. for the JKT Championship, so mm. yeah, that that sounds exciting. 
yeah and i think that you know in the indian government categorize them as entertainment and not as uh, you know like a legitimate yeah, sport yeah 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 that's true that's why the taxes were high because they considered it an entertainment and not a sport that's true exactly and that yeah. made the fi you know kind of pissed off and they were yeah. like okay never again yeah yeah true yeah so yeah so yeah. like uh, what was the first step you know like after you took the decision of getting into racing like seriously like you enrolled in an academy or a training school yeah i enrolled in a academy it's called prudent motorsports so i enrolled with them they are a calcutta based uh, racing team uh, and i enrolled with them and i started with four stroke four stroke is the uh, so there is difference between a four stroke two stroke and there are two two strokes two strokes mm. is rotax and x30 and then there are gear, gear shift cars so yeah. the four stroke is what you use for like normal go karting track where people go have fun in those cars so i started with that and the four stroke also has a differentiation there are like faster to four strokes and slower strokes four strokes sorry so what happens is uh, the slower four strokes are given to the public and the faster four strokes are given for training for beginners and then you move to two stroke two strokes are really hard to handle it's the closest i feel that karting is the best form of racing because you everyone has the same car everyone mm. it's just your potential and the, there's no mechanics there's no differentials there's no suspension active suspension nothing it's just you the road and your car and you're sitting so close to the to the, the tarmac it's the best form of racing and uh, the brakes everything's depending on you uh so i love karting it's the best uh, especially the two stroke there's x30 x30 is the world championship karts uh, that's what the world uh, karting world championship happens in and then there's uh, there is rotax rotax is uh, again another form of uh, uh, karts which happen worldwide as well But in india uh, it's very prominent the rotax championship mm and i took part in the four stroke national championship as well where uh, i came uh, in tamil nadu i came i came first in uh, the national championship i lost i came fourth i entered the final round and then i finished fourth so oh, yeah that was yeah. in achi yeah that was also there i haven't done a lot of two stroke uh, two stroke karting i've only done with these um, uh i haven't gone for the national championship in two stroke because again i didn't have a lot of practice in that but then as as i got practice the pandemic hit so then i mm. couldn't really go for the championship and then i had a choice between formula 4 and the x30 national championship and mm. i chose formula 4 because i thought that okay now my age and everything i want to get into formula i don't want to still be in karting so then i jumped to formula 4 i have but i have a lot of experience in karting i did that for before so uh, when i rejoined racing mm. i did karting for 4 years mm. and i was training for 2 and a half then i took part in those championships in uh, dubai and singapore and mm. then yeah i haven't tra- in india i did only this um, uh, within the club uh, racing which i won a lot of trophies in that but other than that i didn't take part in national only national i took part was four stroke and the mm. uh, a jkta national championship yeah and uh, i think that you know like go karts are probably the best way to you know like uh, test the talent out of drivers because you know like yeah. everything is the same and the only difference yeah. that's going to make is the driver skill yeah true that's that's exactly why i love go karting because it's your skill that matters mm. and the engines everything chassis everything is one make so there's mm. no and the tires everything you know, you get the same tires your tire management is also shown mm. a lot in that 
the mm. setup is almost the same i mean you can change the camber caster not a lot of setup changes can be done it's just a few setup changes that can be done and then mm. the telemetry actually says that so we have these data sessions after every session on track where uh, where we have gopros we have the oh i forgot um we have this thing on the screen it's called micron mm. micron we have micron so it's kept on our steering wheel and gives data when i brake when i accelerate and it gives exact moment that okay where, where am i turning where do i start so is it a late apex or mid apex so they we compare our data and when we compare our data it shows that we have the same cars but then where mm. am i losing time so that helps a racer a lot that okay so this mm. person is gaining time here and i am losing mm. time here so mm. i know that okay i need to break later i need to break earlier i need to accelerate earlier through the corner out mm. so that makes a lot of difference i think being a racer racing is important you need the skill but then after after you're done with the session you sit and you look at your data for one two hours you see you compare your data with others i think that's very important when I mean, you when you have a good coach i think you should sit with the coach and see where what you're making where you're going wrong what are your mistakes all of that helps a lot mm. so if anyone wants to ask is aspiring to be a racer who is listening to this please do please do go through your data a lot and go through your videos take a gopro i know it's a any it's a big investment a gopro but then gopros are the best never go for a sub, substitute of gopro and go look at the image again and again and again where you're making the turns where you're doing what and you you're doing something right you know that okay and reference points in racing is very important so your reference points say suppose um so in f4 uh, is this is track called kari motor speedway mm. so in the first corner the 100 mark comes so that's my reference point to start braking for the turn and then i have a reference point to turn where i'm going to turn my car so reference and and honestly the reference point how fast you're going you always remember the reference point and when you mm. put a when you mark a reference point you keep doing that again and again and again so you, you know your car's limit is well and sometimes your car might not be up to speed or your tires might not be warm or your setup might be uh, different so you mm. know that okay so i need to break a little earlier than this so you mm. know that that reference point is always there i can't break later than that if i do i go straight ahead so reference points are very important mm. and like i have never driven you know like go karts in real life but i have driven them in gta and they are the most fun okay. vehicle Oh you can drive go karts in GT I didn't know this I didn't know yeah. you can drive go karts cheat in codes. GT Oh Oh okay oh, okay I didn't know this nice Yeah, yeah. the most fun so. vehicle Oh now, okay Yeah like uh, now can you explain to the audience about you know like formula 4 specifically its significance and you know like why was it created So basically formula 4 I think was created for two reasons uh the first reason is to scout talent so that bigger teams can actually come scout talent and then go one step ahead 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 and kids coming from go karts and jumping to formula 1 mm. or, or formula 2 can be a huge because generally uh, go, there are shifter karts as well but most of the championships they not, might not happen in shifter karts they happen in normal uh, gearless karts so ju- taking a jump from a go kart to formula is very important because you get used to the cars you get used to a gear shift gear lever you get used to uh, the the uh, the wing the downforce the uh, the g forces there is there is a lot of g forces on cars as well but over here you have a bigger car so you know you're overtaking where you're supposed to overtake 
and all of that comes into play so i feel like that is one and the second is to earn money because a lot of people they just want to drive uh, they just want to come and drive because they want the rush so formula 4 is like the stepping stone into formula racing so they want a lot of people they just want to come spend money and uh, race they want to get a feel of how it race so that's how mm-hmm. so that's how these tournaments they earn as well so uh, they earn from those people and then they can actually scout and then they can promote the good drivers so that they can go to the next level formula 3 formula 2 and so this formula 4 india that's like a stepping stone and then the mrf one is better than jk tire so once you go to jk tire then mrf and then there is uh, asia formula 4 southeast mm. asia formula 4 and then there's europe so you can either do the southeast asia formula 4 if you're looking for sponsors and then go to europe but if already if you have the money then you can directly skip to europe so then you find a team there and you train with them and then you go and step forward so formula 4 is like a stepping stone you getting used to formula cars you getting used to the size the 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 weight difference in the car the the mm. suspension the chassis the chassis is a very important part of a car so one of the most important parts so you get used to the chassis you get used to the different um, down forces the camber the caster the the speeds the where you take a turn because go karts is very the braking is very different mm. in a go kart you your, your braking is a lot harder right? but in some cars in formula 4 is not that hard so you're getting used to formula and then then you move to formula 3 formula 2 so it moves like that it's just getting used to the whole space and world of formula yeah and i even and even i read that you know like formula 4 was created because you know like it acts as a bridge between go karting and formula 3 yeah yeah exactly it acts as a bridge that's what i'm trying to say it, it brings you to the world of formula mm. so that you can get used to everything yeah because the difference between yeah. these two type of these two types of vehicle is huge formula huge, 3 and yeah, go karting exactly yeah so in formula 4 you have the wing you have the braving as well mm. so there's a lot more aerodynamics that's happening But in go kart, like I told, it's just you. You're driving, and mm. there's not a lot of things that the car is the kart is doing. It's just you. You're driving. That's happening, and that's why it's the purest form of racing, which is go kart. Mm. Yeah. Not a lot of aerodynamics mm. that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's just that you know, like it feels like the go kart is built around that driver. Yeah. Just yeah. True. Yeah. yeah. It is. It actually is. The mm. go kart is made for a person. So a lot of people buy go karts. Mm. Uh, so in Europe, this is very common where people, where fathers or uh, their parents buy a go kart for you, and then mm. you build that go kart for you, and then you keep racing that go kart as you go ahead. Yeah. So in Europe, that's very common to buy a go kart for a son and then continue with that. Mm. That's why we have too many Formula One drivers coming in from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, it is true that it's very. It's a lot easier also for people to get into Europe because that's where the whole racing scene is. and mm. the big teams are there it's easier for them to scout and to take people in from their own country and a lot of teams like say suppose haas they wanted uh, an american they they somehow they still want an american driver and they wanted a german driver as well that's how they came and hired mick schumacher and ferrari they some they also prefer an italian driver for their team so it mm. does work like that they prefer their country drivers because the language barriers all of mm. that is there so they sometimes they prefer their own drivers their, their own nationality drivers mm. yeah. it is a very biased sport as mm. well a lot of politics is involved in it mm. as well so that's uh, there yeah. yeah now um 
like where do you start with you know like once you get enrolled in a training school like what card do you start on and like what are the safety measures you take uh safety measures so i would yeah, i would like to talk about the safety measures well first i can tell you i so there are two ways of starting my team that was it was new and they were starting so i started with four stroke four stroke is the normal cards that people use and then so i was learning my lines in that i was learning i was getting reference points in that but then those reference points don't usually work because the the rotax engine or the two stroke engines are a lot faster than the four stroke engines so but you just get the racing lines uh, correct racing lines are very important of you being a racer is one of the most important things when it comes to racing the racing lines is the shortest sort shortest angle or uh, shortest way of going through the track in a in a circuit that's what a racing line is so a racing line is very important for a driver you have to so you have to have the correct angle you have to know have the correct the way you're going to turn into so uh, so it's and then there's something called early apex late apex or so there are different corner corners mid apex late apex early apex so racing line helps you with that where 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 should i uh, break where should i actually take the corner and if i take a late apex or early apex where can i go on the throttle earlier so it's very so that helped me the four stroke cards helped me with that and then once i got used to that then i moved to two stroke coming to the safety measure um the firstly the suit uh, it's very expensive i if you want to give me the figures i can give it to you do you want me to give yeah. you the figures yeah. okay so a helmet usually costs around 50000 Uh, a suit almost cost you again 50 55000 and uh, but these are very important for your safety and then you have to have inners inners which cost you around around 25 25000 and then you have gloves which cost you 5000 and then the balaclava which again cost you 5000 then the shoes that cost you around 15000 to 10 to 15000 that's for the carting as you go higher your shoe needs to change and your helmet needs to change as well so as you go higher and higher your your you have to upgrade your stuff as well so hopefully then you get sponsors by then as you go higher mm. but yeah so but the safety is very important and that's why you have all these safety equipments they try and everything is fireproof everything is uh, friction proof everything is actually built so that you're safe inside and yeah it it, it is where it they make it as safe as it is possible for mm. and so uh, there's nothing to worry about to be honest if you're not like a rash driver i mean on the track if you know what i mean you have to be mm. you have to be aggressive but not rash so as long as you're not doing that you're safe and you're 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 doing your you'll be fine you don't have to mm. worry about it and mm. even though injuries do happen every sport has injuries you mm. can't you you can't um, hide from injuries but yeah it is it's very common but also it is very safe the sport at mm. least from what it was 15 20 years back it is very very safe yeah 